want this transmission to bring you the following live broadcast. How's everyone doing tonight? Woo! It's Wednesday. It's six o'clock somewhere. With John ready in his chair. And almost ten whole people watching from home. Are you ready? I said, are you ready? It's time for the Think So Joe Show! This is not John, despite what it's going to say underneath him in a second. I mean, I... You John is, I mean, you spelled it wrong, but John is part of my name. That, that is true. It's very true. It's very <laughs> this is, true. This is Nick John Gabriel Lucido. What's up? I am never not going to call you by your full name. That's all right. It, it, thanks to Leland. <laughs> <laughs> thanks to Leland and thanks to uh, post -panda, uh, post, uh, pre pandemic fart. Yeah, pre pandemic from totally fart. Totally post triple X. Pogus triple X. <laughs> A song that you and I are both on. Yes, yes we are. As a matter of fact. So. I'm on a few of their songs, actually, aren't I'm, you? I'm only on that one. Really? If you could believe that. You're not even on Joe's Barbecue? I'm not even on, I don't, I don't pay attention to the group chat, so I never know what's going on. <laughs> so. There's literally a song ragging on you and you're not on it. I'm, that's, that's terrific. Yeah. That's terrific. Jasmine says, uh, it's Nick John Gabriel Lucido. She spelled it J-O-N. <laughs> Honestly, it's the same fucking reason I refer to him as such. Yeah, Nick yeah. John Gabriel Lucido, because mm -hmm. fucking POTUS Triple X. POTUS Triple X. I never referred to you by your full name until then. And then it's like, oh, hey, we got Nick John Gabriel Lucido coming on the show. Yeah, I mean, it is my social media thing, too. So right. <laughs> At least on Facebook. What the fuck right. am I on Instagram? Am I Leviathan? Probably. Something like that. Uh, it's probably some supernatural reference. Go Winchesters. <laughs> I don't know, man. You've had so many social media names in the years I've known you. I mean, really? Well, I, I guess like Nick's Lucid was like the first one. And That's then, true. I yeah. don't know why I high voiced you there. I'm sorry about <laughs> that. I didn't, I didn't mean to high voice him, everybody. <laughs> Wyatt Corn is in season. You're rocking the t-shirt there. I am. I am. I mean, original cow punk right there. Cow punk. I, I love cows. I love punk them together what's not to love i get to play with them in uh march in rochester opening for green jello so dewey's playing double duty that evening then dewey is probably playing double duty yeah probably oh, i love dewey i did see green jello a couple of months ago and dewey was not with them so it was I... weird to not see dewey with them but there were so many fucking people on stage there, there always is i mean for <laughs> fucks and music is art I was on stage for a short bit with them. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I want to say I helped with Anarchy in the UK. Anarchy in Bedrock? Anarchy somewhere. <laughs> yeah, mm. Anarchy in the UK is the Sex Pistols. We're talking about Green Jello, Anarchy in Bedrock. I mean, Want to destroy Mr. Slate. Yeah, oh yeah, that, that, they, were, they did that, that's right. I forgot about that movie. That was a movie. I mean, it wasn't the worst Flintstones movie. <laughs> there was the second one. Was that was that Rock Vegas? Yeah, yeah, Viva Rock oh, Vegas. That was, 
That was, that I, was I, I've seen that once, and I don't know if I ever want to see it again. Same here, and I feel the same way, buddy. We heard on the inside and, together. And then there was the one they did, the, the cartoon one they did with WWE. That one was... <laughs> Time out. Yes. What? <laughs> there's, a, there's a WWE uh, Flintstones crossover movie. From when? Uh, just a few years ago. Wasn't that long ago. I... I had no. Uh, it, well, I mean, it had to be at least ten years ago because CM. It was. It was about ten years ago because it was right after CM Punk left, and he is in the movie as CM Punk Rock. I've. There is also a WWE Jetsons crossover, a WWE Scooby, a couple of WWE Scooby Doo crossovers. I mean, <laughs> who hasn't done a crossover with Scooby Doo <laughs> at this, this point? True. I mean, how many Globetrotter crossovers exactly. did we get? That was, that was my first thought when you said that was the Globetrotter. They were always the good ones, though. Those were the good crossovers. Oh, yeah, sure. I mean, they did get a couple of others. Like, I remember, like, in the Sunny and Cher episodes. Those were good. Yeah. I yeah. liked those. Um, Scooby-Doo with Batman and Robin. That was a terrific one. Yep. Scooby-Doo and Supernatural. They yeah. had a crossover, too. <laughs> I know a little more modern than the right, ones right, that right. we're talking about. But still, it, it qualifies. It does. Sure does. Oh hell! I've, uh, yeah. <laughs> yep. But uh, but Happy yeah. Happy Wednesday. Um, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, WWE and Flintstones crossover. <laughs> I, I was today years old when I found out about this. He's gonna go home and look it up. <laughs> I I really am. I really am gonna look this up. It's gotta be on something. For sure. Uh, I'm sure if I dig through YouTube hard enough, I'll find. I'm it. I'm sure. I think it's on streaming somewhere. If I'm not mistaken. Scooby-Doo and the Witch's Ghost Reign Supreme. I swear Thorn is actually Ash Costello from New Year's Day. <laughs> nice. Wow, the chat's right there. Yes, it is. Look at that. I, had, <laughs> I, I, I should look. Like, there's all the stuff in front of us that you guys don't see. Like, there's a screen I'm, I'm waiting there. For, I'm waiting for Elgato to drop their, uh, their, their teleprompter. Because once that drops, the chat's going to be right on the camera, so we can just look right at the camera and read the chat. <laughs> And it creeps the it creeps the chat out when we stare at the camera. They they don't like it. Look, they feel like we're looking directly into their souls. Some of them don't have souls. This is true, especially if John's watching. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, we are. Not even ten minutes in. Not even ten minutes in. Already a no soul ginger joke. <laughs> Uh, he's not even here to defend himself. It's right, right. I'm all right with this. Honestly, John, if you're listening or watching, you just got to deal with it today, buddy. <laughs> oh, he's used to it. I mean, we were going to do it whether he was here or not. Let's be honest with ourselves. <laughs> yeah, it's true. It really is true. Yeah. He gets it all the time. <laughs> I, yeah, I, <laughs> he's used to it. He's he knows true. we do it out of love. We do. Uh, we, we really do. We do it out of love. We, we really true. do. Now, like, are we talking about, like, the inappropriate type of love or the totally appropriate type of love? Depends on my mood. Good answer. Good <laughs> answer. Good answer. Good answer. Uh, John will be with us on, on Saturday night. He'll be uh, selling merch for us. Nice. So It's going to be a good time Saturday night. Yeah. I'm excited. Yeah. I'm, I've completely dragged you guys out of your comfort zone. Again? It's what I'm good at. <laughs> I'm really good at it. But saw, look how well the last time turned out. I saw the memory from uh, what was it, 20, 2019. It was January 4th. I'm sitting at home watching TV, and you're just like, 
hey, so how you feeling about playing guitar? I'm like, uh, dude, I haven't touched a guitar in like 10 years. You're like, you're like, good, you're going to come play guitar for us. I'm like, I'm doing what now? <laughs> yep. Uh, it was like a Saturday morning, if I remember right. I, I don't remember so, what something. day of the week. I just remember watching TV and getting that text. And the next thing I know, I'm like playing a show with XM Priory. Yes. <laughs> yes, you were. You were. It was a good time. I had it fun. Was, well, it was a great time. We had like multiple practice spaces because we kept losing <laughs> yeah. practice. Like, oh, shit. I yeah. feel like that's one of the big things about be, being able to keep a band going. Having some place to practice. Yeah. Because if you can't do that, then you can't. I mean, I guess you could play. It's not going to yeah. be good. Oh, I mean, that's, yeah, It's that's been like, oh, man, why do we go to, why do we get to go out to Lockport? Hey, at least we have a space. That, that right there. Yeah. No, I don't want to leave that. <laughs> <laughs> For those that are listening in, we're slapping each other right yes, now. Yes, we are. We're having slap fights. <laughs> this is true. I kind of realize... We are live on all WNY, so... We Speaking are. of all WNY, before I forget, because I will if we keep going and I don't mention this, uh, nominations for the all WNY awards open up on February 1st. These are nominations, not votes. Two, one. Or two, one. Eh, whatever, yeah. So Nominate. If, so go and nominate people for appropriate categories and bands for appropriate categories. Do not continually nominate bands because it's only going to count once. It's a nomination, not a vote. Can we nominate Scott Leffler for every single category. I'm surprised you guys haven't done that yet. Oh, <laughs> hi, Scott. Everybody loves your earrings, dude. Oh, thank you. So I'm glad you put the headphones down because they were, you had them on, you had them around your neck and the earrings were. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of why because it kept like kind of poking me and yeah. kind of choking me. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, nothing wrong getting choked a little bit, but I wasn't really feeling it <laughs> at that moment. But it's all about the situation, guys. It's all about the situation. Laura wants to know, who are these teenagers? She also says she, she'd uh, pay to see John selling merch. <laughs> well, then that's going to be our selling point for this Saturday. Come right. pay $10. Right, nominate, not masturbate. <laughs> <laughs> Come pay $10 to see John sell merch. Yes. We're going to set like a whole row of chairs Especially, up in front of it. Uh, he's not going to be able to take credit cards for our second set because I need the iPad for my guitar chords. It's all covers. <laughs> all covers the second set. It's fine. I know, I, I know three of them, I think, by heart, and the other two I definitely need the thing for. So, uh, Joe, yeah. I've, I've gone in with much, much less understanding of the song. Oh, yeah, for sure. Did you see the last season of the Nick and Dan show? <laughs> yep. I was I was on the last season of the Nick and Dan show. Well, you're in the car, pulling up chords to Rick Astley's "Never Gonna Give You Up," and play and like learning it and playing it on camera in yeah. the car. I wasn't driving. I was you, not. You driving. were not driving. That's, Dan was driving. That is important. <laughs> the Nick and Dan show and the Think So Joe show strongly encourage safe driving habits. Yes. Don't learn, play, and sing, and drive all at the same time, folks. <laughs> right. Multitasking. Time and a place. You the more guys, you know. You guys, you guys busted me out of jail, and you're just like, all right, we're going to sing Creeping Death. Go for it, Joe. Like, I'm like okay, I know the words, but, like, really? <laughs> yep. And that happened. And not even the first time I've sang that song. 
<laughs> in public. Because I sang it with Nuclear Winter when uh, we were so uh, so we got this Green Jello show coming was, up. Was that Peach Fuzz's band, Nuclear Winter? Yes. Okay. Good. I got it. <laughs> I'm like I, I I'm like that's uh, Peach that's, Fuzz. That's, that's Peach Joe Lamoureux. Fuzz. Yeah. Peach I, Fuzz. I, I, yeah. That's who that was. All right. Yeah. Uh, we were supposed to play with Green Jello. It was supposed to be Yellow Sauce opening for Green Jello mm-hmm. uh, with Nuclear Winter. Um, Lazy Ass Destroyer, a couple of other bands. Uh, Just One More was one of them. <laughs> and that, and that's the, the Godsmack fan club. That's where that came from. Yeah. We were supposed to open for, for Green Jello. Bill decided to go home. So <laughs> we didn't have Green Jello. So Montage was like, well, now we don't have a show. So all the local bands were like, fuck it, we'll just we'll find some place to play. And we went to this loft that I don't know if like just one more was living there or if they were just playing that. I don't know what, like practicing or whatever, but like they know. had beds and couches and shit. I assume somebody was fucking living there. Mm-hmm. Um, but all the rest of us, except for like half of nuclear winter went there and played. Who was in just one more? Was that Ricky's? That was Ricky and Brandon. Brandon okay. Yeah. Uh, so we played with them. I think I booked that show. <laughs> <laughs> no, we played with them out in Rochester. Okay, okay. I want to say we played with them at the Skylark Lounge. It was us. Well, it was Wyatt Coin was headlining. I want to say it was like one of their anniversary okay, okay. birthday shows. Them. You guys can hear the wind. Yeah. <laughs> it's windy. It's, it's County Kings. Yeah, okay. I almost want to say Dreadnecks was on that show. It's entirely possible. They were playing a lot with... Uh, and just All one more, bands. and us. And I want, originally, it was supposed to be a Fogo City, but they double booked, and we had to find the or Dewey had to find the spot last minute, and we went over to the Skylark Lounge, and right up the road. Oh, I forget what metal band was playing, but Russ Martin was in town. We actually met. I saw him like, the "Fuck, are you doing out here? Who was playing that night? It might have been Black Dahlia Murder." I know it's a heavy band I know the name of, but never got into. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Where the hell did we even start with this whole conversation? We were talking about uh, the first time I was supposed to play with Green Jello, and we ended up at this loft in, Ro- in Rochester. Well, Jasmine was there. She says, probably the coolest place I've ever been for a show, hands down. It was a, it was a cool fucking place to, to jam. Mm-hmm. and have a, We just had a little show. Um, Green Jello played Buffalo the night before. And this was shortly after uh, Lazy Ass Destroyer flipped his car over on a mountainside. Yep, I remember that. And Karina made him cookies that looked like they'd been flipped over in snow. <laughs> and, uh, like, car cookies. And so he, awesome. he's at this loft the next day, and I introduce myself. I'm like, hey, man, did you get those cookies yesterday? He's like, that was you? I'm like, uh, it was my girlfriend. He's, he's like, dude, like... <laughs> And then, like, later on, I'm sitting on a couch, and I hear him telling everybody in the room this story, like, like, oh, man, like, I flipped my car on the mountain in Minnesota, and, like, the, somebody made me crashed car cookies last night, and they're fucking here! I'm like, uh, yeah, hi, that was me. <laughs> that was my idea. <laughs> it's like being super nice and the ultimate trolling all at the same time. Oh, of course, of course. Which, I mean, you come to kind of expect that from... The green jello. Oh, for sure. Absolutely. Circle, along with the Godsmack fan club circle. Uh, and I, and I, I do love Lazy Ass Destroyer. That's yes. one, of my, one yeah. of my favorite favorite people to get to when I get to hang out with him every now and then. Like, 
Like we played last year, not uh, two years ago now at Music Is Art 2022. Mm-hmm. We played, and he was playing right after us on the other side of the festival. So I was like, so John was like, stop talking to people. I'm like, dude, give me your keys. <laughs> like, I'm going to go throw my shit in your car. I'm going to go catch Lazy Ass Destroyer set. I'll be back. <laughs> All right, really quick in the chat. Jess, my fiance just walked in and asked who the fuck Nick was. And she sang like Leland. Nick, John, Gabriel, Lucido. <laughs> that's terrific. Oh, that's good. Hi, Jazz. Good to <laughs> chat with you. Mark says green jello covered by yellow sauce is a bad culinary mixture. That really does sound <laughs> like it's not going to end well for anybody. Yeah. Well, that was that was the first time I was supposed to play with green jello in Rochester. Uh, the second time we were going to play Bill's uh, birthday show in mm-hmm. 2020 at uh, Montage, but of course 2020. Uh, and then we uh, so now third time's a charm. Hopefully we got this show coming up March 23rd. Uh, but before we get there, the Living Brain Dead are opening acoustically for XM Priory this Saturday night. It is this Saturday night at the Evening Star in Niagara Falls. Yes, sir. So <laughs> hence why I'm. Here, but also I happen to have a random Wednesday free, and I always like to come and see you, Joe. It's one of the few places where I actually don't need to put it in the GPS, and I have no clue what your actual street address is. I know. (laughs) You've been here enough times, man. (laughs) I just go on autopilot. Just go on autopilot. Um, You've been here enough times. We're we're doing my 40th birthday party this week at the 13th at the Evening Star in the Falls. Yours is going much better than mine went, so... (laughs) My 40th birthday party, or? Yeah, your 40th birthday party. Oh. Mine, everybody got COVID. Before the show. Everybody got, like, like uh, it's, uh, we had, it was originally us, uh, Claymore, mm-hmm. and, oh, who the fuck else was on this bill? I forget. Um, smitten for Trash. And Claymore texts us, like, yo, we got COVID, we can't play. Like, all right, so we found a band to replace Claymore. Mm-hmm. Then Smitten for Trash is like, yo, we got COVID, we can't play. Fuck. Like, all right, we replaced Claymore. And then my bass player at the time, Ryan, he was like, dude, I got COVID, I can't play. <laughs> like, fuck. So, and and of course, Ryan, Ryan was always my ride to John's house. Right. So, like, I went and I'm getting, like, COVID tests all fucking weekend, like, trying to, and everything's coming up negative. Mm-hmm. But they're like, you should still wear a mask just in case. So I'm, like, wearing a mask at my own fucking birthday show where we had, like, I think one paid through the door. So I ended up having to pay uh, the door guy and the and the sound guy. Was that a good bar? No, that was at Nietzsche, at, at uh, Stamps. Gotcha. Stamps, yeah. So. Yeah, the Rona. It kind of, I mean, <laughs> shit, I tried to do... The last time I tried to do a birthday show, got screwed up by COVID. It was supposed to be us, Grosh, and uh, Station Wagon at the Evening Star. <laughs> um, like, the day before, Grosh got COVID, like, the entire mm-hmm. band. Mm-hmm. Station Wagon, their drummer at the time, had a, fu- a positive and a false, so they played it safe, and then it's like, well... We're literally like days before, and we were playing there two weeks later for um, Jabba, his yeah. um, memorial show. Yeah. No, oh, not the memorial. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, it was after. It was this had to be 2021, 2022? 
Jabba got into metal because he used to come to Think So Brain shows. Mm hmm. <laughs> well, yeah, he, he used to book um, oh, yeah. the Junes all the time. What was it? Big Mouth? Big Mouth Productions was his. Mm hmm. Yeah. Yep. Well, so, like, he was a, he used to book a lot of hip hop acts, and then yep. he came, he started coming to Think So Brain shows and, like, started booking metal bands and, <laughs> like, take a little credit for that, but, yeah. you know, rest in peace, Jabba. Yes. He was a good dude. Well, I say we played, well, it was, I was in Lucid Fire at that point, I think, right. but I want to say we played a show or two for Jabba with, uh, with you guys. I don't think, uh, I don't think Jabba was, um, I don't think Jabba booked that one. I think that was, uh, what the fuck was her name? Danielle? Oh, um. I can't remember what her, what her, uh, company was called, though. Yeah, um, something baby. Yeah, 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 something like that. Some, somewhere around there. Yes. Danielle Bavacqua? Yes. Yep. I don't know, and come to think of it, I don't know if she booked that one. We might have booked that one, because wasn't that us and you and Metaphor, which is, uh, Sean Mays, right? So. Mm-hmm. So that might have been a that might have been something we booked. I have I no idea, know. man. <laughs> so, and we're going back like yeah, that's a long time ago. Long time years. ago. Yes. Yeah, yeah. But no, I'm super excited for this show on Saturday. Uh, oh, we're it's doing a good time. One, we're making you guys play acoustic. <laughs> yeah. I am totally, totally looking forward to seeing what the hell you do. <laughs> Jill was like, "Why did he pick us?" I'm like, "He wanted his friends." That's specifically why. So you, there, you, suck it. I was looking uh, like the the previous text messages from you before you texted asking to come on the show this week mm -hmm. were, "Hey man, uh, who do you know as far as singer songwriters?" And right. me giving you a list of them. Well, I with none of them. And none then you're all. and then you're just like, so I want you and Jill to play. Yep. I'm like, I don't want any of those people. I even did a post on Facebook, like, you know, just seeing who's yeah. out. I had so many and great talents, really great talents. But I'm sitting there, I'm like, you know, I kind of want my friends for my birthday. So, right. got you guys. Yeah. We appreciate being asked, and we've, uh, I think we put together a couple of uh, decent sets, so. I'm quite excited. Uh, hopefully we don't fuck them up too badly, <laughs> you know. Yeah, I mean, we're doing two sets as the well. First, the first set is all our originals, so we'll we'll do them okay, I think. Really <laughs> selling the crowd here, Joe. Really <laughs> selling the crowd. Hey, yeah, come, come guys... see us fuck up all these songs we're about to play. That's that's the selling point, man. And John's going to be selling merch. Yeah, again, that is our selling point. That's the selling point. Come see the soulless kid selling merch. I, I have all these children's books that I make John read because it's funny. You uh, Now you got to see him do math. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, this... Uh, you know what? I think we should have a, like an upcharge for this. This is more entertainment <laughs> than I was originally anticipating on having. Nah, $10. $10. Come on down. See the soulless kid sell stuff? He can't sell a soul because he doesn't have one. <laughs> I had uh, I, a buddy of mine texted me earlier. I've, I've still got from when I went to New York in August, I've still got some Metallica stuff that I bought for him. Mm -hmm. And he was like, yeah, when, I, when can I come get this Metallica stuff? And I, I was expecting him last Tuesday and he never got a hold of me. Mm -hmm. um, so I was like, dude, listen, I'm coming to Niagara Falls on, on Saturday night. I got a gig. Like, come to the gig. I'll give you, you know, you can, you can get your stuff. 
And also, he wanted to talk about going to, uh, like, Bethel to see Limp Biscuit, mm. And, like, that's been a thing I've been trying to get on John about, because I know John wants to see Limp Biscuit. So I'm like, dude, come to the show. They're pretty awesome live. Because my buddy that's going to go to Limp Biscuit, he'll be there. Mm-hmm. And I'll bring your stuff. That way you don't have, you know, that way we could kill all these birds with one stone, right? Like, I, I will text you as soon as we're loaded in. Like, we're at Evening Star. So... You know, I'm doing whatever I can to get people in the door here. Yes. So holding holding merch hostage. Check. <laughs> Soulless kid. Check, check. <laughs> oh wait, no, we're taking one check away. There's no soul there to check for. Right? Music. Check. Music. Check. Definitely music. Come down. Cause yeah, we're doing the unplugged and then we're gonna fire up the electrics. I think the big question is what songs made it onto which set list? <laughs> I was gonna ask if they were two completely different set lists. Oh yeah, completely okay. different. Okay. No, no, no duplicates All on right. any of these. I, I don't want to say no repeat because I think that's like Metallica thing. <laughs> I don't want to run the risk of them having that like yeah, trademark. You, you got to see my uh, yeah that's, my Tumblr earlier. Yeah, so. <laughs> that's nice. That's nice. And my guitar picks that I got at the shows. Vaga. Um, yeah. yeah, no repeats the entire evening from us. Um, completely different sets. There are. Some that made it to the acoustic set list that will leave some people surprised. I'm not going to lie. All right. It should be a good time, I'm, though. I'm, I'm very interested in seeing what you guys have for us. Yeah. I mean, we haven't done acoustic since our first album release. We did one 30-minute set. You guys then... did an acoustic set opening for a certain, uh, a certain... Oh, you mean Smile Empty Soul? Yeah, we opened up for Smile Empty Soul and Toy Call God. Well, who hasn't opened up for Smile Empty Soul? It doesn't matter. They're nice guys. <laughs> oh, I they're, like fun, them. they're fucking wonderful. They, you know what? Sean, I... was, uh, uh, Sean was more interested in smoking weed than hearing what his band meant to me, but that's okay. Whatever, uh, I get that. But you know what? I liked them <laughs> specifically for the fact that they were there at the beginning of the show at their merch table, watching every band play. Yeah, like, that's I really cool. that's I really liked that. They didn't do that when we played when when Think oh. So Think So Brain played with them way back at, at Broadway Joe's. Um, no, didn't you guys uh, open acoustic for Trapped as well? I mean, we try to write them <laughs> out of history completely because well, fuck those well, assholes. Well, my my point yeah. being, most of the people that were there were there to see you. I know. I mean. All right, that sounded way more conceited than I actually meant it to be. Uh, I didn't mean it that way, but we sold a lot of tickets. Like, I want to say, you know, the promoter even mentioned, like, we outsold them significantly. Uh, See, you, you, have the, you have the bragging rights of doing that directly on a show with them. Mm-hmm. We just did it on the same weekend as them. We sold, like, we did, like, 70-something paid through the door, and they did, like, 17 We've also by the by the way, I got Michael Graves canceled for a third straight time. Good job, buddy. Fuck that guy. We've also <laughs> outsold him on his own fucking show. Yep. We've outsold Doyle like three times. <laughs> Doyle wanted to pull the plug on you and Cam stood in the fucking way. Yeah. For, he said, first of all, look at the size of their bass player. Second of all, almost everybody in this room got tickets from them. Yeah. I was so, a, I left before Doyle went on. I stayed for you. You know, well, caught I, a bus home. Like I, I really like Doyle's legacy as far as music goes. Sure. I don't know if it was their manager or what the deal was with that whole situation. It definitely kind of pissed me off. But 
In the end, it all worked out because they couldn't turn us off. We just turned our amps up louder until they turned the house music off. Right. Laura wants to know, where did you find this guy and why hasn't he been on the show before? This guy's been on the show plenty of times. Right. You've seen me and heard me. Yes. I, I, I recognize that name. Yes. You, you have like a very small core. Cause you, it's because you got the haircut now. So now you, you look a little different, I guess. Yeah, I do change it constantly. I was wondering <laughs> if you were actually going to mention anything. Like everybody that's seen it so far has been like utter shock. Like even my brother-in-law, he kind of he kept like side-eyeing me the whole time he was at our house the other night. I've known you long enough to not be surprised when your hair changes. You've seen <laughs> so many hairstyles. Yeah. You even, I mean, I've seen a lot of before, you know, your current era, but yeah. I mean, I've seen you rock a lot of hairstyles. A lot, sure. a lot of the time, though, was the, uh, was it dreads or it was, was, it was braids? braids? Okay, I can't remember. <laughs> That's right. You said braids. Laura's gonna be active in the chat again any second now. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, no, the the braids and the goatee. Yeah, that was, <laughs> that was the. <coughs> yeah, was the thing so brain look, and then I cut my hair for a little while, mm -hmm. so I was. I, I had like shorter hair and was rocking that. It was red. I had that for a little while in Think So Brain. And uh, then I started losing my hair and I've been bald ever since. So. I mean, there's there's hair. You got kind of like a fry or tuck thing going. Right. Yeah, if you really wanted to, you should. George Costanza. You should just own that. <laughs> you should own it, Buggy. Yeah. I don't know. We were talking about, I was talking to somebody the other day. It was, I was talking to John because we. he was like, he was like, how do you cope with like losing your hair? I'm like, Dude, I saw Stone Cold Steve Austin on an MTV game show back in the day. And he was talking about, like, oh, some guys can't can't tone up to their baldness, like Bruce Willis. <laughs> like, oh, okay. Like, dude, if it's cool enough for Stone Cold Steve Austin, it's cool enough for me, right? <laughs> uh, I but no, I think you should all, like, go the whole George Costanza. I'm even seeing <coughs> a Christmas album for uh, for the living brain dead. Oh, you know, Festivus for the rest of us. And it's just you, and then John could play the father yelling at you. And you could be George. I'm telling, see? Right, right, it, right. This writes itself. It writes itself. Coming up Friday night at Milky's on Elmwood at uh, 522 Elmwood Avenue. It is Ryan Garnett's birthday show with Stress Dolls, Ian McEwen, Silo, and Goodbye Metro. Uh, that's at 9 p.m. at Milky's. Uh, join us celebrating the 42nd birthday. Man, he's old. Yeah. <laughs> of struggling productions head honcho, Ryan Garnett. Uh, we've, I, I, I say that with as much disdain as possible. I love Ryan. I really do. It's, it's a professional rivalry. <laughs> okay. Uh, $10 at the door. Doors at 8.30. Music at 9. 21 and up with valid ID. Again, that's Silo, Ian McEwen, Goodbye Metro, and this band, Stress Dolls on All WNY. Think so, Joe Show. This called song called Ghostwriter. Well, I can't turn away. No, I can't rework the plots. Already wrote the end, but it isn't what you want. Try to ignore the edits, but it doesn't mean they're gone. Still hidden, locked in.
Dolls on all WNY and Think So Cho show. I got a bone to pick with struggling productions. Uh oh. Because I'm on this page and I see that their description of their business model is we don't put on concerts, we throw parties. That was my fucking gimmick when I was doing all WNY booking. That was literally, I was like, we throw concerts, we throw parties disguised as concerts. So Ryan's stealing my bit. So, like, you should challenge him to, like, a celebrity boxing match or something. We could raise money for, <laughs> I don't know, buy John a soul fund or some shit. I'm, well, I'm the spitballing here. If anybody thinks that these two should have a boxing match, you know, knock down, drag out, you know, nothing off the table here. Just like, comment, heart, <laughs> throw an angry face. Send all your hate mail to Scott Leffler. Please somehow there, find a way to flash his address on here like we used to. There is a... <laughs> oh, I hate it when we did that. <laughs> there, there is a video out there of Ryan and I kind of arguing about our podcasts. Well, yeah. Wasn't and then we, for, beat up, we beat up Scott Leffler. It was for the LWNY Awards. Right. I was saying, years was, ago. Yeah, that was, what, four, four years ago or so? Uh, it was probably longer than that, honestly. We did that in my backyard here. We just... It was like, we were doing the awards, and it was going to be the first year that it was, like, fully under all WNY control. Mm. Like, Greg Burt had nothing to do with it. Right. And we, um, love Greg Burt, by the way. Yeah. Um, but we, uh, we were like, what do we do to promote it? And I'm just sitting here, and I'm like, oh, I have an idea. What if we just do a thing where it's me and Ryan shoving each other and just like, the struggle is real, the Think So Joe show. And then Scott comes in and goes, here's the thing. And then we yell no, and we beat him up. Mm -hmm. And then like literally the next morning, we're in my backyard shooting this video. You have a backyard? Yeah. I don't think I've ever looked outside <laughs> the back of this house before. Yeah, Go swimming, figure. Swimming pool back there. Is it yours? Uh, I can use it. All right. So it's practically <laughs> yours then. Practically mine. Practically, which yeah. is just as good as actually. <laughs> Yeah, yeah we, we just set up a fucking camera on a tripod and just t did it in one take. All right. It was just, you can actually see, you can see us like turn around and kind of laugh at the end of it because it had to go 30 seconds. But, yep, I do remember that. But yeah, that's, uh, yeah, that's that's fun. John always brings that up all the time. He's like, oh, the, the struggle is real. And they did, they, they fought, they were fighting and then they beat up the other guy. Like, <laughs> yeah, so yeah, the other, yeah, beat up the other guy. Beat up the that's other guy. Scott. That's Hi, Scott. Hi, Scott. <laughs> Uh, all, w, all WNY award nominations open up February 1st. Nominations. Nominate Scott Leffler. <laughs> everything. And then go to his office and add everything to you, add everything you can think of to his fucking uh, Alexa shopping, shopping list. list. Uh, I miss adding things <laughs> to his shopping list. There were definitely some late night texts that I got from him asking what the hell. <laughs> I, a little more coarsely at times, but I yeah. Was, I was half tempted last week because I had so many people on the show. I was half tempted to be like, Scott, can I use your office this week? Uh, just to just 
so I have room to put all these people. Is he still in that gigantic room? I think he is. I'm not I'm not entirely positive. I liked him there. Yeah. We we shot some fun videos in there for sure. We were, we were I was just talking with my bass player the other day. We were talking about the the nomination cuz I actually got the text from Scott about the about the nominations. I got that on the way to band practice. Yeah, he texted me too actually. And I was like I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got no, I, I can, I can plug it, no problem. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I'm telling my bass player about like, the, you know, that first year when it was, it was Scott and Ryan and I, and Ryan was like dog sitting for these rich people, and we got to go to this fucking really nice fucking house, out in the middle of nowhere, and just like, had this incredible view, right? And we're just like playing all the music that's been nominated. We're just listening because we're just, we're, we're taking everything that's nominated. And I think this is what Scott's still doing. I don't know. I'm not, he, he didn't ask me to uh, work with him this year. He said, if you want to work with me, you can. I, don't, I haven't decided yet because uh, I kind of like doing it. I also kind of don't have time. Mm-hmm. Um, but we all got together. We're all like going through the nominations. We're all listening to all this music. And there was this one band, and, and this, is, this is why I say, this is why I make it clear that this is a nomination, not a vote. Is because every year we get a band that will nominate themselves for every category and do it multiple times. Oh, that's annoying. And that first year, uh, I don't know if I want to call out this band because I don't, I don't think they exist anymore. But mm. I don't know what happened to the members of the band, so I don't. Uh, I might be friends with them. <laughs> unbeknownst to me. Probably not, because I know I blocked one of them. Um, so, so there's this band, and they did that. They they nominated themselves in every category multiple oh, times. I think I know who you're talking about. Uh, yeah, we'll leave it unsaid, because I feel like a few of the members are still in active roles. Sure. Yeah. I, so we... we so... We listened to this band. We're like, these guys fucking suck. So they didn't get the actual nomination because it was, you know, it was a committee vote. Mm -hmm. It's like, what do you think? You want to put this band in? What do you want to put this band in? You want to put this, like, we would narrow it down to five and then you would vote out of the five. And that band that nominated themselves for every fucking category did not get nominated for anything. Zero. They were, they were not good. And then, I don't know how the fuck this ended up happening, but they basically started talking shit about disabled people, (laughs) which Karina and Ryan, both disabled. Super weird, like, left turn there, too, like, like... Yeah, I I don't know... I don't know how we got involved in this, but they started basically shit-talking disabled people. Like, you know what? I'm mad that we didn't get the nominations. Let's it, it, take it out of the handicap. I don't think they knew I had anything to do with that. I think this was just... I, I don't know if, like, we were booking them or we were playing them on the show or what the fuck happened, but somehow, you know, they, they started saying shit about... Like, I think it had to do with, like, Karina not being able to work, right? Um... You know, because at the time she wasn't really able to work. Right. Um, and obviously this upset Karina, this upset me, and it upset Ryan, who's also disabled, right? Mm-hmm. So we're like, we're, we're like calling them out on their bullshit. And they go, 
you know, and I, I said, they were like, oh, we're such a good band. Like, oh, I said, you guys aren't getting, we're not booking you guys anymore. They're like, oh, you're, uh, we're, we're blacklisting you. And I'm, like, I'm like, I'm, I'm really I'm curious like, about I'm like, something. I'm like, we're going to, we're going to blacklist you guys. Like, we're not booking you anymore. They're like, oh, now who's going to book us at Stamps? And we told, yep, that would be who it is. <laughs> exactly. Man. <laughs> exactly. Man. Exactly. I know people rag on me from my memory sometimes, but I, I <laughs> no, remember that's a, stuff. That's exactly it. Yeah, so, I took their name off. I'm not hit, but okay, but they're, yeah, but I they're like, that. Fuck them. They're like, we're like, oh, who now? Who's gonna book us at stamps? And when we told Greg about it, like, Greg, you, these guys are assholes. You might not want to book them. Like, it's not like we don't know other people either. You know what I mean? Like, um, and no, they were. And there's this whole thing of I'm like. I said, I said, you know, I said something like, oh, their band sucks anyway. And I, and then I felt bad and I deleted it. And one of the dudes had happened to see it first and screenshotted it and posted it on his own timeline. He's like, oh, look at this. Like this guy is hurting our feelings. And I'm like, so I comment, I'm like, dude, we had a committee. You guys vote, you guys nominated yourselves for the all WNY awards. Mm -hmm. We had a committee of three people. We sat there and we listened to every single band that got nominated. Every single one of them. And your band was unanimously rejected immediately. Yes, you guys suck. And then I got blocked. So <laughs> yeah, they weren't, they weren't good live either. Uh, we actually... I don't know if I've ever seen them live, but... Well, when all that happened, they were already on our shit list. Um, again, we're not naming the band. <laughs> appropriateness, because not... Everybody in that band was sure. a dick, but there were certain members in that were. Um, and with all this, I'm like, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. We played Sugar City with them. Mm -hmm. um, I want to say it was like one of their first couple of shows. They were super excited. And like we were like, all right, let's support these guys. We bought merch because they actually had a pretty cool logo from what I remember. Very mm -hmm. sharp, and they're like, "All right, I wouldn't mind wearing that logo." Um, you know, they finished playing, packed up and left. Like they were gone before the next band even went on. And I remember Dan and I, my bass player, we literally sat there and went, "What the fuck?" We mm -hmm. had spent like forty something dollars at their merch table to support, mm -hmm. and gone, mm -hmm. gone. Uh, and I always harp on, I shouldn't harp on this, but I do. I know, listen, if you're listening, you're getting annoyed right now. Like, well, some people have, like, families and kids and mm -hmm. work. It's, I get that. I'm not talking to those people. I'm talking to the people who don't have anything else going on. They just don't feel like sticking around and supporting. That's a jerk move. When you're just going home to sit on your couch, that's not cool. If you're leaving... At least let somebody know you're fucking leaving. I guess that too, as far as like just etiquette, like, hey, we've got to take off. Because they disappear. Like we all kind of look, because it was us, them, Wyatt Coin, and I forget who the other band was on that bill. Mm -hmm. uh, it was one of the few, like only dry shows we ever played because obviously Sugar, Sugar City, City right. was a dry venue. I loved it there. Unfortunately, they didn't, they weren't able to make it through the pandemic. They were one of the, unfortunate venues that shut down because of everything. Um, but I remember all of us kind of look around like, where did those guys go? Mm -hmm. I want to say that actually that was the first show that I met Ashton and uh, 
The Family. Now yeah. that I'm thinking about it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was the first show where I got to meet them. Uh, yeah, River River was like a little kid at that point. Like he was still <laughs> River's always gonna be a little kid. I know, but now he's now he's like a full a, a grown adult and stuff, and playing in shred bands from what I've seen. It was like, awesome seeing when you guys played Rapid Scene Ashton because I hadn't seen him in forever. Yeah, same here. I was so. super like he he got a great big great big congratulations hug from to me. him and Allie too. They I just, know. they just got married. So I would say they tied the knot. Good for them. And About then to the have a baby. baby's coming yeah. soon. Very soon. Because they knew at Rapids, because they dropped the news there. I think what, that's what all I found of, out. Yeah, we were all together outside, and they dropped the news. So, I'm, yes. uh that's the closest I'm ever going to get to having a grandkid. Because my kid don't want kids. Jasmine don't want kids. So, <laughs> you know, and he's he's the only one of my kids that's that's going to have kids. So, hey, I got nieces and nephews. I got plenty of them. I'm good. <laughs> I don't need kids or grandkids. I, I I'm I'm happy that I have a kid, and I'm I'm also very happy that she's 19, and I don't got to worry about her no more. So, you know. so the joys of hip knock and getting kids early. Like, all right. Early and now yeah, you can yeah. actually enjoy I, life. I, I'm for, uh, I'm in my forties and I get to be, uh, you know, I, I get to not worry about shit like that. You know, mm-hmm. we have two cats. Be grateful. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. I. Uh, but but yeah, like uh, I, I'm of the mindset of you know I understand that sometimes you have to leave a show. Mm-hmm. I understand, but at least you know let people know you're leaving. Don't just fucking bail on people. Right. Uh, we, we booked a band on a, uh, I booked a band on a show, uh, before I, uh, before I got back into playing music, mm-hmm. uh, booked a band on a show at Mr. Good Bar, and it was the same night as Karina's MS benefit that she always puts on in, in Burt. Yes. Um, which I didn't realize when I booked it. I, like, it was the first year that we were together on that date, so it was like, it was like she was booked. She's like, I'm looking for bands for this date. I'm like, don't you know I have a show on that date? And then she told me what the show was. I'm like, oh, wah wah. So I went to her show with Brian, who opened, mm-hmm. uh, and then Brian drove me to Good Bar with a stop at Revolver Records on on Hurdle on the way. That was my first time ever going into Revolver Records. Thanks, Brian, for for that very expensive hobby. <laughs> Um, especially now that they have that Elmwood location. Yes. Look at them all. Lots, lot, and over here. Lots of them. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Lots of them. Hey, there's things on the other side of you. Look at that. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, but uh, before the show, there was, I said I was donating my cut, and Inherent Vice said they were donating their cut to the uh, MS benefit. Mm-hmm. And then one of the bands, I'm not going to, again, not going to name names, because I actually like this band, and I, I you know, I'm not... <laughs> You know, it's been years and I don't really give a fuck anymore. Mm. Uh, but one of the bands took off without saying anything. Didn't say any shit to me. So I'm like, all right, I guess they don't want to get paid. I'm just going to put their cut towards this MS benefit. Um, and I said that out loud to uh, Zach from Archers, who was sitting next to me. And he was like, oh, yeah, take mine, too. Like, all right, cool. And then Of Night and Light was the last band. I'm like, uh, hey, you guys, I didn't really know Cam that well mm-hmm. at that point, but I was like, hey, you guys want to donate to this cause? I'm like, yeah, sure. So we took 100% of what we made at Good Bar and donated it to that MS, MS charity because, uh, mostly because one of the bands took off early without saying anything to anybody. Um, and it's like, well, you're not getting paid. I still, there's still cash in this room that I owed a cardboard homestead because they played a show for me and told me ahead of time that they had to take off early. 
I still have money for, uh, why am I blanking from the last show? Uh, AC Anton. Yeah, AC Anton. I still have $50 for them from our lab. <laughs> and really, I'll sit on it. Like, yeah, it's not, it's their money. I'll, I, it's not I going anywhere. Uh, yeah, exactly. I'll bump into Ian eventually and be like, yo, here's right. your 30 bucks, dude. Like, it's not much. It's, it, they don't really give a fuck about it, but it's like, no, you guys played this show. I pay my bands. Mm -hmm. I, I pay you what I can. It's not much, but I pay you what I can. Like, right. You know, you're not making much money being an original original artist. Yeah. It is what it is. It really is. You know, it's unfortunate, but... but oh, know, well. You know, that, <laughs> which, which is why we have this show. Because we want to get ears on bands that you might not be listening to and might not know about it from your local area. Because, you know, you're going you're gonna, to... Exactly. You're going to know about... Or... Yes. <laughs> or... Oh. <laughs> yeah, somewhere over there. I'm, I mean, I'm close. He's, reach, he's reaching for the nipple. That's what he's going for. <laughs> anyway. Oh yeah, you know it. You know it. But the but the point the point being, we're trying to get ears on bands you might not necessarily know. Like mm -hmm. like you're gonna know these bands that are playing on the radio because they're played all the fucking time. All but the you time. but you know what what what's your favorite band? We both know who my favorite band is, Joe. <laughs> who is my favorite band? You're a huge Metallica fan. Fucking A, I am. That's... So, but here's the thing. Like, before you heard Metallica, did you know any Metallica songs? No, that's not how it works. <laughs> you haven't heard something yet. The... Wait, wait. My point exactly. You didn't, you didn't know anything by this band, and now they're, now they're your favorite band because you... You heard them. Somebody played them for you. You heard them. You're like, yo, I like this. Mm -hmm. And then you were like, yo, I got to hear more. Yeah. And you went and you listened. And you bought the, you know, back then you had to buy the albums or borrow them or, mm -hmm. you know. Or somebody make you a copy of a cassette. Was, exactly. They, make they you a copy of the cassette. If they had enough money to own one of those tape decks that had two tape decks. Like that one. <laughs> no, don't, don't think I didn't see that back there. You're missing a cover, though. I, when I ordered it, it had a cover. I don't know what the hell happened to the cover. It wasn't in the box. Oh, that sucks. Oh, well. It, I got it used, dude, for like 25 bucks. I ain't complaining about it. Oh, it that works. Doesn't, yeah, I say that doesn't suck as much anymore. As All long right. as it fucking works, I don't give a fuck. Right. Nice. Because <laughs> I, like I, I bought one before for 25 bucks that looks great, but it didn't work. $25 paperweight. Yep. I tried to fix it, and that didn't go well at all. How much and did you spend on trying to fix it? It wasn't much. It was like... Ten bucks for the for the thirty five dollar paperweight little rubber band things, you know. <laughs> didn't it didn't fucking go well, but uh, but so I just was like, oh, let me see if I can get another one for twenty five bucks, and it works. It plays tapes. I'm so happy about that. There you go. I was listening to uh, uh, when I was when I was getting ready. I have the Alexa in the bathroom, so I I was listening to music and it played Regulators by Warren G. I'm like, you know, I have this tape out in the dining room. I should listen to this at some point. <laughs> <You know? laughs> But uh, yeah, but but my point being, like, you don't know what you don't know. So like, you know, what, what's, what's how it works? What's the next band we're playing? Wasted space, right? If we, if if I don't play this waste, if you never heard this wasted space band, right? Then you've never heard them. You don't know if you're gonna like them or not. So my goal is to play them. Hopefully, somebody likes them, and hopefully, somebody says, "Hey, this band's playing on Friday night. Let's go see them." Also, John, 
J-O-H-N. That's a great song right there. Uh, that's like one of the first Ozzy songs that Mama, I heard. I'm coming home, yeah. Po well, I first heard him in Black Sabbath, but like post. Uh, right, right. That was like one of the first solo songs that I heard by Ozzy. And then I think I heard Crazy Train after that. <laughs> great start to that, to that love right there. Steph asks, if, do you want to build a snowman? I mean, do we have enough? That's not a window. No, there's a, there's a window over there. There's not enough snow. You understand? You understand? Like my, I term like, oh, look. He these. thought there was a window over there. That's, there's not. Those aren't blinds. <laughs> nope, those are uh, those are acoustic foam. All right. It's appropriate. Steph's here because the next song that we're gonna play in about seven minutes is called Taylor Swift. <laughs> Stephanie, Stephanie, they haven't talked about Taylor Swift yet. No. <laughs> <laughs> No, everybody keeps trying. I, I, I'm just not a fan. I've got two Taylor Swift albums. That's and, all right. And one of them I haven't opened yet, and it is the most expensive album. The most, it's worth the most out of my entire collection. I am. You haven't opened it. I haven't opened it yet. I bought it. It was a record store day exclusive. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a new band in town, but you can't get the sound from a story in a magazine. Joe made me think of this lyric talking about a new band to play. Yeah. But yeah, you you can read about bands. You're not gonna fucking. You gotta listen to them to know if you're gonna like them, right? Um, no, I. The she released. She's been a record store ambassador, record store day ambassador the last couple of day, couple of years. Um, two years ago, I bought. It was a seven inch single of. Uh, I think the song was called uh, "The River" or something like. That. Steph Steph can correct me in the comments because I bought that record for her. She says yay. Yes, she says yay because we're talking. We're, the next song's called Taylor Swift. Wait, wait, uh, did she just yay herself in the story? The lakes. That was the, no. She's. It's on a little bit of a delay. <laughs> I'm still going with my like. I, I like her. <laughs> I like her. She yeah. yayed herself like stuff. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the lakes. I bought the. It was a. It was a 45 of this song called The Lakes, and I bought it, and then like Steph and I didn't talk for a minute. And I'm like just watching this record go up in value and up in value and up in value, and it's like ten times what I fucking paid for it. She still got it for I I don't I think I did I just give it to you or did you give me the ten bucks I don't remember, <laughs> but uh, but yeah she so she's got this super rare it's more rare than the one I have that's the most expensive one in my collection. So this year when she put out uh, folklore the Long Pond Sessions as a record store day exclusive I think it was like ten thousand copies. It was like, you know, I'm going to buy this and I'm just going to I'm going to put it on the shelf. I might listen to it cuz I got Midnights and I really like that album. Uh the Long Pond Studios are, sessions are the expensive one. Yeah, I know that. That's what I'm saying. Um but also that single of the of of the Lakes is super expensive too. Uh probably probably less so, I think that because it's only one song, but the the Folklore Long Pond Sessions and I've just been debating whether I want to open it and keep it and play it or, like, just keep letting it appreciate in value. Because, like, for the longest time, you could get them at retail. Mm -hmm. And then, just one day, it's like, oh, it's going for $200 now. Okay. <laughs> so, um, I think it was, it was crazy on a whim. I bought Linkin Park Hybrid Theory not knowing who the band was back in 2000. 
bought the CD besides Ozzy, never heard an album where I like every song. That's a great album. I've got the 10th anniversary, uh, or 20th anniversary of some shit over here. I think that's the only Linkin Park album I ever actually owned. I, I now, I owned Reanimation. Was that the... Th uh, which was the remixes of Hybrid Theory. Okay. And I, for Record Store Day a few years ago, they released Meteora on Blue. Mm. So I got it on Blue Vinyl. Oh, you know what? Like... I get, would, would we qualify when they did the crossover with Jay-Z album? Sure. Would we qualify yeah, yeah. that? Okay, sure. so I've owned two, two Linkin Park albums then. That's the only reason I own Lulu is because Metallica's on it. <laughs> uh, uh, it's not a good album. I'm sorry. I've I've that's I got, I've I, gone tell back you, and re-listened to a lot of stuff. Let over me the tell years. you the story of how I ended up with Lulu. Was Brian had been looking for it for the longest time, and they stopped pressing it on vinyl like almost instantly. Right so for was, reasons. Uh, it was very <laughs> difficult to find on vinyl. We were at Revolver one day, and I'm flipping through the Metallica section for whatever reason. I own all their fucking albums. What am I going through the Metallica section for? Yeah, maybe you find a rare Japan sure. issue. Who knows? Well, I've, I'm like, oh, shit. They have Lulu. I'm like, Brian. They had one copy. I'm like, Brian, you're looking for this, aren't you? He goes, yeah, you don't want it? Dude, you want it more than I do. Take it. And then we got up to the counter. We found out that it was a, it was a CD and a book. And the book happens to be about the size of a record, mm. like a like a like a LP box set, right? right? Um, and he's like, "Well, I don't have a CD player, but I'm going to buy it anyway because I've been looking for this, right?" And um, he goes, uh, "You know, he goes, oh, you know, I'll buy it anyway." So he bought it. Yeah, I see that. <laughs> <laughs> I would, I would let you call in. I absolutely would. <laughs> um, but I so. Then Metallica was having like an online, like a, like a sale on their web store. And I bought Lulu for way less than what Brian paid for it. Same exact thing. The book with the CD. Mm -hmm. Bought the exact, bought, bought the exact same thing for way less than what Brian paid for it. Yeah, I just, no, I'm not. I, I've listened to it once. I've listened to it multiple times. I won't lie. Cause I've gone, uh, you know, you hear something like Megadeth's Risk. It's not a good album, but you go back and you re-list in years, and it's like, all right, there are moments on that album that are awful. Right. That one, though, no. <laughs> I've gone back years later, and it's like, nope. Time I, has I, not made me grow fonder of this. I don't remember hating it, but it was also like, I listened to it once. I'm good. It, it sounds it like, like Metallica that, was like, a, they had a bunch of random studio jams that it was like that, uh, that just wrapped over. That Metallica Blacklist that came out alongside the, the Black Album box yeah. a couple of years ago. And I was like, I don't want to spend the money on this. And then I listened to it. Like, it came out, I think, the day of Music is Art a couple yeah. of years ago. And I was I just listened to it, like, in between Music is Art sessions and was like... Dude, I don't want this. Right. Like, <laughs> hey, would you like to hear eight different versions of the same song by eight artists that you probably don't like? I Here never want to hear Weezer cover Metallica ever again. No. Weezer should stop doing covers. I, I'm sorry. They don't, I like some of their covers. They don't do anything with them. They could have done something awesome with Africa, but they just went, that, eh, that's, we're going to play Africa. We'll get to more comments when we come back from this next song break. But uh, coming up on Friday night, 
at Buffalo Ironworks, who canceled that Michael Graves show. Happy to say. Good, Good job, job, guys. Good job. Good job. Uh, is Inertia. Uh, it's the human element. I didn't realize it was a, a release party, or I would have looked to see if that was available. Uh, album release party takes place at Ironworks on Friday, January 12th, 2024, with special guests Wasted Space, Sully, and Pale Hell. That's a great band name. Pale Hell. Yeah. That's nice. Uh, that's at Buffalo Ironworks, 49 Illinois Street here in Buffalo. Uh, tickets are $12 advance, $15 day of the show, 18 plus. Uh, and doors are at 7, shows at 8 p.m. This is Wasted Space on all WNY Think So Joe show. Song's called Taylor Swift. And here it is. Wasted space on all WNY. I think so. Joe show the song called Taylor Swift. <laughs> I, I think that might have been a cover. I wasn't paying any attention to the lyrics because we were having a conversation about uh, bands who get naked on stage. Yeah, we we've, <laughs> we've yeah. Apparently, this band or that band gets naked on stage is yeah. what you said. That's uh, that's uh, the that is literally. Uh, John and Jill are obsessed with them. They go to, like, every show they can. She's like, oh, they're going to get naked. They're going to get naked. And I'm just like, I saw them at Mohawk, and I'm just like, I'm like, this is, like, I've seen other bands do this same shtick. 
better bands do this same shtick. No offense to them. They're good. They're a great band. Like, you just heard them, right? Right. They're good. Just, but like, you know, the, the getting naked on stage thing doesn't appeal to me. No, no, no. This is not the, the, this is the, not the movies. This is not pre-approved for public the, nudity. The the naked uh, the naked dudes on stage thing does not appeal to me. Right, <laughs> we're not nobody's flea. This is no. This is not going to work. We're just, Red Hot like, Chili Peppers have gotten naked on stage. Yeah. As soon as you said that, that comment popped up. Yep. What can I say? I'm 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 good with that timing. But um, <laughs> we're like lazy ass destroyer. Bringing them back up. We've not fully naked, but pretty. That's, I mean, that's the Pretty level of close. nudity you get out of Wasted Space. They're in, they're in like, boxer briefs. And then... Dad, Seth, please do not get naked on stage. Don't worry about that. I'm too fucking fat for that. <laughs> and then, I mean, Seth, we were just... Because I know you mentioned you guys got a show Final with Love Box yeah. coming up soon. Seth used to play bass for Final Decline. We yep. played... I want to say it was a Halloween show with them at Stamps. Seth is wearing, like, this full body suit. They are literally... Like, the sound guy just gave them the go to start playing. <laughs> Seth takes the bodysuit off, and it's just a, just a yep. Speedo. I and was, not, like, a Speedo brand bathing was, suit. It's an actual Speedo. I was I was there for that. Yeah, oh, so do, was, uh, Dewey's tagging them in the comments now. Yes. <laughs> yes. He's friends with those guys. I saw him at that show. And it's, it's, it, it, it doesn't appeal to me, but the music's good. They're a good band. They're great. They're they're fun. Jonas Just, doesn't want to see that level of unity. I I, I am uh, you know, but that's that doesn't appeal to me as much as it does to John apparently. Um, but they are playing at Ironworks this Friday night, opening for Inertia, who are releasing their new album, The Human Element. Which again, if I realized it was a uh, uh, album release, I would have checked to see if the album was up and probably played something off that instead. Uh, Joe also said he would barbecue and didn't barbecue anyway. Uh, <laughs> Again, we we talked about uh, Andrew, that Andrew we Abdel did. is in the in the chat. He said when uh, he had some white ass legs when he wore a thong when playing in Pollock. Yes, so. yes, he did. <laughs> I, it, and you say that like you don't still have pasty white legs, right? Pictures or it didn't happen. Pictures <laughs> or it didn't oh, happen. <laughs> what are you inviting to my comment section on this? You listen, you know what I bring I, every uh, time I, am aware. I come here. I am aware. Something doesn't work or something <laughs> like this occurs. It's 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 bad enough that my nipples pop out occasionally on stage. And and they just got a little bit of a rub for me earlier. They, they did. They, they did. absolutely did. You're all welcome <laughs> for that. This is free. Yes. Some people charge for this. It's called OnlyFans. And we do it for free yep. for you. Uh-huh. Andrew says there's pictures somewhere, but he doesn't think they're appropriate for the kids. Fair, fair, fair. All right, you can just send that into Joe's DMs. Also, <laughs> drop that to Scott Leffler, too. He's going to need to be CC'd on this. Yes. <laughs> just, uh, at least I'll know it's coming. Scott's just going to be like, what the fuck? Even better. Even <laughs> better. I feel like that's generally Scott and I's relationship. He just... He gets blindsided Scott, regularly. Scott, man, what the fuck? Like, what the fuck? Yeah, absolutely. I've, yeah. Uh, I, I've, I've done, uh, I've worked with you guys in that office. Oh, so. yeah, yeah. He was <laughs> super happy once he found out that we were flashing the, the actual mailing address for stuff. Yeah, that was great. That was a good time. I, uh, I, I went back and watched some of those intros. <laughs> Actually, I think I watched the super cut you guys did of those intros. Yep, super cut. Where I'm just progressively getting drunker and drunker 
<laughs> Studio magic. Oh. <laughs> like fake ma fake miracle whip. Why is there fake miracle? That wasn't so much because he was acting drunk. That was a legitimate question. That was too. We were, it was, it we was, there was very, fake, fake miracle whip in Scott's fridge. We were very upset. Yeah. I don't even like that type, but fake. Come on. Scott Leffler. You can do better. John Johnson better. says Angus Young of ACDC would strip during his concerts. He said, I heard you get arrested doing that. <laughs> yeah, I um I mean Jim Morrison did too. He got he did, he did get, arrested get arrested for yes, he did. <laughs> Turns out you shouldn't whip your willy out no. when you're in Florida. Yeah. Which is peculiar because it's Florida. It's shaped like a willy. And also it's Florida. Uh, the, the the most level of nudity you'll see from me on stage is if you if you come to usually at music's art I'll wear shorts, so I'm wearing shorts and a cutoff t-shirt. So like I really think you see you see my arms and my calves. <laughs> Hear me out, Burt Reynolds, Boogie Nights. Just some cutoffs. I want you wearing cowboy boots. We're gonna oil you up. This should be your music is art look. Think about how much easier you'll move for the, through that crowd, too, that's, if we oil you up some. That is true. Just slipping right through. That is true. Again. Uh, we, got, we got around music as art pretty good this year. We, we made it from Grosh's set over to uh, Kevin Sampson in the night shift. Yeah. Uh, they started early, though, because we were there, and then Kevin got the word he had to run, because he was obviously there to see Megan. Right. Um, and then they they both came and saw saw us play, which, yes. was, which was cool as shit. So. Yes, they're good people. What I, I like love them. about music is art, man. People that wouldn't normally just be like, oh, we got to go see the living brain dead are there watching us. Hey, mucus, music is art. How about you pick X and Priory this year, please? <laughs> <laughs> That'd be great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we've we've been fortunate to be picked the last couple of years. Actually, the last three years, we just, uh, by the time they let us know three years ago, it was like, dude, one of our members lives in New Jersey. Right. Like that was we, like we, super we, last man. We cannot do this tomorrow. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but they have uh they have I I mean it was this stage they had us on this year. Uh, this past year was uh It was nice. Was just amazing the, mm -hmm. the the level of talent on that stage. Just that was a stage I would book. Yeah, that was nice. That was a nice lineup there too. Um Get to start with like Skyway and then uh, like Gimme Gimme played and mm -hmm. like later in the night was Abandoned Trains, right? And, uh, you know, just Ur Urban Achievers, rather, Angels, one of one of Angels' other bands. Yes. Uh, with Robbie Takehack of the Goo Goo Dolls. And when I went over there to catch some of their set, I saw somebody else I wanted to see and I can't think of who it is off the top of my head, but there were so many bands. It was Skamagachi. Mm. So many good bands on that stage. That was like the stage for this year's Music is Art. Like, regardless of the fact that we were off in one of the auxiliary rinks and not on the main stage, you know. I, I ran that entire day, but I caught pretty much everybody that I set out to see that day. Same. Which was kind of an impressive feat on my own. I'm like, I'm very proud of myself. I caught everyone. My goal for Music is Art every year, because we do a Music is Art showcase where we'll play for the bands that are playing. Mm-hmm. And my goal every year is to see at least the four bands that I've picked to play. Because then I can, uh, because we do them kind of like in, in time, uh, time frames, you know, like here's a band to see in the first couple hours. Here's a mm -hmm. band to see the second set, the third hour, and the, uh, the fourth hours, you know, like, so you can make it to all of the bands that we play. Right. And all, but also like, there's always bands I want to see where I'm just like, 
all right, I'm going to I'm gonna bounce and I'm going to go see this band. Okay, I'm going to see some of this band and I'm going to bounce back. Like I saw Karma Queen mm-hmm. and then I bounced over to see Skyway. And then I went back and I saw I saw Mario, like half of Mario's set that he was playing with whoever he was playing with. Right. Um, Andrew's goal is to play music as art. Uh, he doesn't know how he's gone this long without participating. Same here, dude. Same here. I don't know. And we've put in almost every year. Yeah, we... And we uh, get passed over. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. We just, I don't know how we keep getting it, but I mean, we're we're also friends with Sarah and Phil and Robbie and everybody. So like, mm. you know, I I wouldn't say friends with Robbie, but Robbie knows who I am. Right. Um. So you know, I think they see us and they're like, oh, it's Joe. Like, all right, let's let's, let's throw let's slot him in here. Will you tell them Exum Prior Eight? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Yeah, no, Whatever. We, if they pick us, they do. If they don't, yeah. they don't. And I'm. Still going to show Andrew up. Andrew kind of promises he won't get naked. Let's put a band together and play. He kind of promises he won't get naked. I mean, he said kind of. Kind of. You know, that's good kinda. enough for me. There, there's <laughs> the potential for nudity, but there's the potential for no nudity. Yeah. It could really go either way, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I'm comfortable with that. I'm comfortable with that. Andrew's working on some new uh, Falling Autumn stuff. Which yes. Is, which has been amazing. I've, I've really enjoyed the stuff he's put out, and we kind of... Uh, we kind of chatted a little bit about uh, our production processes on our solo stuff. You heard some more. I did. I did. Uh, I and everything sounds be- really good. Uh, played played some more of it for you earlier before we before we came on the air because it's like, well, you know, if anybody's going to appreciate this, <laughs> we're, we're talking. So one of the songs, I I, I don't want to give away too much, but one of the songs is basically uh, spoken word. Um, life lesson kind of song, right? Yes, yes. And you mentioned an old, early 90s, what'd you say, like R&B-ish? Yeah, R&B-ish pop in that realm where, like, it's a beat and then some dude just talking over it and giving advice. It almost sounds like a commencement speech from a graduation. Sure. And uh, I kind of hear what you're, what you're, I kind of know what you're talking about, but I don't know... What it is off the top of my head. So if anybody in the chat has any idea what the fuck we're talking about, and help it them is, eliminate one because you said one and you pulled it up. It is not not a surf popular. That it's not not a surf popular. Now wait, what part of the what part of that is the band name? I gotta know. Not a surf is the name of the band, and the song is called Popular. All right, cool. Because I didn't. You it's like where's the hyphen there? I need to know. Okay. Don't cool. threaten me with talking all sexy into the mic on a song, Joe. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Oh uh, man, maybe I should release this as a single instead of trying to do a full album. I'm I, I've been sitting on this song since before Shades came out, and I'm just like, I want to drop this, but at the same time, like, Shades cost me uh, like two hundred bucks to put out between album art and buying all the extras on DistroKid. Like, mm. so I'm like, maybe if I put out an album, I can pay for all that shit at once and not have to pay for it for every single song like the like the leave a legacy and the put your lyrics on instagram which never fucking works the first time i still song's been out for at least two weeks i still can't go on and get the i can't pull up the lyrics on instagram hmm. they're on spotify instagram so, fix it yeah fix it do something fuck releasing albums people will listen to the first few seconds of each song release singles uh, there's also other places you can release music through besides DistroKid that will give you all of that shit for way cheaper than what DistroKid does. However, I was it's reading... It's not the... Reverb Nation. It's not right. Reverb Nation. No. 
I was reading the reviews for some of these other sites and they're like, oh man, this, this used to be really good. And then they just got really fucking lazy and their customer service is shit. Mm -hmm. So it's like, oh man, I guess I don't want to release through there. Like, I feel like that's happened a lot with a lot of companies. Like even the yeah. company we used to do our online merch store through right. uh, store frontier. Mm -hmm. They were great. I've ordered this hoodie came from them. Like nice quality. It's held up pretty well. But all of a sudden, like, right near, at the end of the pandemic, I started, like, seeing really bad reviews, like, where they weren't fulfilling stuff, sure. and then all of a sudden the site kept going down, I couldn't get a hold of anybody, so, yeah, that's, it, it's weird how some companies have just taken that steep nosedive <laughs> in the past couple of years. Andrew asks, is Reverb Nation still a thing, Nick? I got an email from them yesterday. It is still a thing. I get an email from them yesterday, and it's like, oh, submit to be on this festival. And I'm like, I would, except we don't have any music that sounds like us right now. So uh, we are fixing that very soon. Hopefully. Hopefully. Hey, <laughs> hopefully. Uh, same everything for goes us. Same for us, hopefully. If everything goes smoothly, hopefully. <laughs> Maybe we'll release it on John's birthday again, like we do every time. <laughs> we released uh, we released Falls Count Anywhere on his birthday, and then a couple of years later, we released Cat Girls on his birthday. So, well then. So we might we're on pace right now to be able to release it on his birthday again. And if it's not on time, then you're gonna have to wait a whole year. Maybe putting us on Fire Festival too. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, I watched both of those documentaries. <laughs> Yeah. The Hulu one and the Netflix one, right? <laughs> I think I only saw the Hulu one. Yeah, I had Netflix at the time, and everybody was like, oh, the Netflix one, and I watched the Netflix one, and I was like, well, fucking hell, I don't want to watch now I want to watch the Hulu one. I'm a sucker for a good documentary. <laughs> Absolutely love watching documentaries, man. So, like, that was, like, that one was good. Let me watch this other one. Just like, uh, I think Netflix did a... Uh, uh, I don't know which one did it first, but ESPN and Netflix both did documentaries about American Gladiators. Mm -hmm. And I watched, um, I think I watched the Netflix one first. And then I watched, no, no, I watched the ESPN one. The ESPN one is like a four or five part series. Mm -hmm. And I watched that and then I watched the Netflix one. All right. I never watched that show. American Gladiators? Yeah. Oh, man. Never watched that one. Mm-hmm. It wasn't my thing. What can I say? Okay. I wanted to watch pro wrestling. Not some on... dude hitting some other dude with a giant Q-tip. But it came on right after pro wrestling, so... I was sleepy at that time. I go nine nights. <laughs> at, at one o'clock in the afternoon? <laughs> on a Saturday? <laughs> you gotta remember, I was much younger, too. Fair enough. I mean, I think I'm only two years young. Much, but still, much that, younger. He's two years younger than me. It's, but still, <laughs> we're thinking about that era. I mean, that two years makes a big that, difference. That's fair. You know, when that's you're fair. in your thirties and forties, it doesn't really make a doesn't matter. Sure. But back then, that's a big difference. Sure. You know, that's a huge portion. We, of one's we grew life. up on a lot of the same media, but also that two years will make a huge difference it will. in some of the stuff. So, I mean, for fuck's sake, even like uh, my wife and I, my wife Jane and I, we're seven years apart. Right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, roughly six, seven years. And even that is a world of difference when sure. we're talking about like our youth, like our youths, completely mm -hmm. different TV shows, music, hits, movies. But you no, know, obviously nowadays we're much more in alignment. But when you go back that far, yeah, it's different. Well, Andrew says your haircut makes you look like you're in your 20s. Yay. Thank you, man. I, I knew I always loved him for a reason. This is, this is two weeks in a row where my guests have been told they look like they're in their 20s. So. 
Because <laughs> uh, Jenny and I, we've we, we've joked before because we've lost so many people close to us, and mm-hmm. I've, I've joked we're like we're too uh, like I would say we're too young to be losing this many people, but we only look like we're in our twenties. <laughs> <You know? laughs> and then, oh, of course, they had tell. the one member that Laura kept saying was a, it was a was a child. <laughs> Which one did she say was the child? Uh, the one that was like, uh, he was sitting here. Okay, the dude in the middle. The dude bar- in the middle, yeah. That, uh, that Jenny said borrowed her clothes. John's, uh, John's in the chat. He says he looks like he's 12. You do look like you're 12, yeah. and you have no soul. <laughs> just in case right, he's just tuning right, in. Right back to that. <laughs> right, just in case he just tuned in, I want to make sure that he knew we were thinking about him. Right. We are. We, that, that was the second reference to John having no... Well, that, that was way more than that. You've mentioned it a few times. What can I say? Listen, when I go into something, I have a purpose. <laughs> Today's purpose, make people aware that John doesn't have a soul. And that he'll be selling merch at your show... Yes. On uh, on Saturday night at Evening Star. That's true. Selling, uh, selling, uh, selling our merch this time instead of your merch. That's true. That's true. Oh, I love you too, John. I love you. <laughs> um, but it is very true. Yes, we're celebrating my 40th birthday this weekend. So, woo! Andrew says he thinks about John more than a man should. <laughs> I mean, it's... Uh, have you seen the man? He, that shocker red hair, those uh-huh. blue eyes. Uh, again, uh-huh. no soul. No soul in that one, except for all those freckles, which would be the souls that he's stolen over the course of his life. So, so uh, your show at Rapids, John and I worked merch for you. Yes. And every time anybody came to buy merch, John was nowhere to be found. <laughs> it was, so it was just me working your merch table. <laughs> Damn, John. Damn, John. Uh, to be fair, one of those times I sent him to go do something else. So I was like, go do this now and I'll handle this. So, uh, but but now he's he's gonna be at our merch table and he's stuck there while we're playing. So, hopefully, yeah, hopefully. <laughs> to bring the chain. I might have to chain him to the might table. Have to bring the chain. Yeah, might mm-hmm. have to chain him there. Sorry, John. <laughs> Not sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so come see Jill and I step out of our comfort zones. He got to talk to his peeps. That's what he was doing. He was talking to his peeps. Yes. Uh, <laughs> He was walked up to him like this, Christian Cage. Right, like, should we... I wasn't sure if he was making a reference or if he was trying to sound hip by saying peeps. <laughs> I'm sure it was a reference. All right, <laughs> good, anyway. good, better, better. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, you 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 picked us to work your merch table, and John just disappears every time somebody comes to buy merch. It was, it was uncanny how he was with me the whole night unless somebody was buying merch. Yeah, unbelievable how how he just managed to disappear when people came to buy merch. Um, we do appreciate you guys jumping in for that too, last minute, because the person who was supposed to yeah we were like us, we they had COVID. Yeah, I got the text while I was waiting for John to pull up. I was sitting on the porch. Right, I get in John's car. I'm like, hey, we're getting in for free. He says, oh, that's cool. We're working the merch table. We're doing what? <laughs> yep. Appreciate you guys because we yeah. found out. And I literally, it was, they had to be what, half hour before doors? Yeah. I was sitting there. I'm like, where the hell is this guy? He's supposed to be here. Yeah. I get a text message. Hey, man, I got COVID. I can still come if you want. No. 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 Sharing is not caring. Stay no. the fuck home. Yeah, Stay if home. You, if you have a. Treat it like the yeah. flu. Yes. Or a cold. Yes. Stay home. Yes. We don't want it. Yes. Don't share with me. Fuck yourself. Exactly. Keep it. 
But we, uh, we definitely, uh, yeah, we, but yeah, I got in the car. I'm like, John, we're working merch. He's like, we are? I'm like, yeah, but we get in for free. <laughs> Which we appreciate you guys for jumping in on that one. That was awesome. We you. saw, we saw Tim, the truth open for you. And then we immediately went and bought fucking, uh, our, our stage banners. Cause we saw his banners. We're like, yeah. oh, that was cool. And then while we were waiting for ours, we saw Voodoo Glow Skulls. Actually, before we ordered ours, we saw Voodoo Glow Skulls. And they had the same style banners. It's like, well, shit, if they got him. Right. Yeah, we opted <laughs> we kinda for... kind of knocked theirs off. <laughs> we, we opted for, like, the amps. Like, look I like instead. the amps. I like those. But eventually we might do banners, too. But yeah, yeah. those are pretty cool. I like the banners because we just put them in front of the amps. We don't get to, don't get to see your amps behind <laughs> Except except the sound guy had to do something on the drum riser, so he moved the banner. So if you watch the videos that we have up from that show, you can still see your amps behind our banners. Yeah. <laughs> and your drum kit behind ours. Yeah, yeah, they just wanted it up there. Because we were going to take it off, and they are like, nope, leave it up. It's like, all right, well, don't argue with the sound guy. Honestly. No, I, I, I agree, ones, don't argue with the sound guy. They go through a lot. They're the ones that make you sound good. Don't fucking argue we with were them. we were super excited because we're like oh we get the whole stage and then it's like fuck their drums are up there i know i'm sorry <laughs> I, I understand it's not i understand that was out of your control i understand yep. that's not and it's not gonna be a problem this time either because we're not we don't have we don't have drums this week this weekend nope it's literally gonna be the easiest load in and load out you're ever gonna have it is, it is me and jill that's it. and an acoustic guitar yep so couple of iPads, so she has lyrics and I have chords. <laughs> I was almost expecting you to keep going with that and, like, she's going to have some weird, random, like, and she's going to be playing the frying pan. <laughs> I'm. Did I just completely ruin no, your surprise for I, everybody? I'm, I'm actually surprised she's not, uh, she didn't decide to, like, play the cajon, so. Or, like, a triangle or some shit. Like, she, really, she... go off on it. <laughs> she doesn't want to play instruments while she's singing, so that's why she's just. I don't just, either. Yeah. I mean, yeah, here I but, am. But, but here you are. I uh, nine years in, here I still am. Yep. But I get to uh, I, I get to uh, I get to break out Tony for this show. You do get to break out Tony. For I this bought show. Tony for uh, for actually for um, South Buffalo Porch Fest last year because we weren't sure if we were doing one set or two, and if we were doing two. We were going to do an acoustic set and an electric set. And ultimately, we didn't do any sets. We got booked for one, uh, which was going to be on my porch, and it was going to be the electric set. And then, like, Jill couldn't find a sitter, so we're like, all right, I guess we're not doing this, and I did a DJ set instead. It was my first DJ set in front of people in, like, 20 years. And but but then when I did the one at, at Stamps a couple of months ago, I was like, "This is the first one I'm doing in front of people I don't know in 20 years." So, like to do another one at some point. I'm gonna book myself to do another one. So, you should call yourself DJ Wiki Wiki Wah. <laughs> no, come on, <laughs> come on. You can go DJ Think So Joe. Every I don't. I, that's the other thing is Greg Branding. put Greg put DJ Think So Joe on the flyer. I told him not to put DJ. It's like, no, my name's Think So Joe. That's that's who I am. That is my entire branding, is Think So Joe. Do not put DJ Think So Joe. And he put DJ Think So Joe on the flyer. DJ Think So Joe. He sent me one that had it and one that didn't. And I'm like, good, put this one out. And then he put the other one out. I'm like, you got to be kidding me, DJ, man. DJ Think So Joe. 
But uh, it was a good time, man. It really was. I wish more people were there, but the people that were there were the right people. So, you know, it's a great time. We're playing, I'm playing, uh, there's a video that Jill posted from there where I'm playing Vogue by Madonna. And she told John to come up on stage and strike a pose. And he comes up, he comes up to me and I go, what's up? And he just goes, like Hulk Hogan. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck? Wrong type of pose, John. Yeah, that, that's not the, that's, yeah. Vogue. Yeah, Vogue. <laughs> <laughs> Even I got that, and I, can, I don't like Madonna. Right, but, mm -hmm. but uh, we're also older than John, so again, that, that you know, few-year difference there might, be, say, well, might how, be the difference. How old is he? He's, uh, what, 36, I think, now? Oh, yes, yeah, so, that's, again, it, that age makes a world of difference. A little bit of an age difference. It's not, you know... Mm -hmm. It's it's not uh, you know it's not a huge age difference, but it's enough where things can be somewhat culturally different. Right. So, Nick John Gabe Vogue <laughs> doesn't have the same flow. No. Thirty five. He's thirty five. Nick I John was... Gabe Vogue Cito. There you go. There we are. <laughs> yeah. That yeah. was terrible. Uh, but, I'm not going to say that again. But yeah, no, I, I get that Like, we're not going to have all the same cultural references with a uh, seven-year age gap, so, you know. That, I mean, references in general, because you haven't seen a lot of movies. Also you, true. You miss also a lot true. of references. It's okay, though. Yeah. You've gotten better. I have. You really have. Have you seen any good movies lately? I watched a movie the other day called Buffaloed. I wouldn't say it was good, but it was. It, there was a lot was of a buffalo movie. references in it. All right, so. I would. I mean, like the city buffalo, or yeah, like a, a buffalo C buffalo. City, city of buffalo. Oh, cool. Uh, so it's about this. Uh, it's about this girl who wants to be rich, so she starts uh, selling counterfeit bills tickets, gets arrested, and then starts. She becomes a collections agent and starts her own firm and gets arrested again. <laughs> so is this based on like a real story? Because that no, sounds like something that would happen. It, it does sound like something that would happen. I do not believe it's based on a true story. I just happen to be uh, like, I'm just like looking for a movie to watch. So I'm going through like the deals on Vudu. Mm -hmm. And that came up for like five bucks. I'm like, I wonder if I could watch it for free somewhere. And it's on uh, fucking Hulu, I think. Huh. So I watched, right. it, I watched it on Hulu. Buffalo. Got yeah. it. I thought, uh, I thought, hey, you know, Movie with Buffalo references. Let me, let me check it out. It was okay. It wasn't, it wasn't terrible. All right. Um, all right. So on a scale of, like, squirrel to mongoose, where would you put it? <laughs> um, squirrel to mongoose. Yeah. That's a lot of, I know, that's a real tough Jeez, scale. There's a lot a of room scale. in there. There's a lot of room in qualifications and categories. Um, maybe a... Jeez, I don't know. Let me think about it while we do a song break, and I'll, All right. I'll get you He's a better right answer. To you. Um, but we've got a show coming. This show is happening in Rochester, so it's not directly competing with us. No, I love these guys. So I'm I'm allowed to uh, I'm allowed to promote this. Uh, if you're in Rochester this Saturday night, uh, you can go to the club at Water Street Music Hall, two hundred four North Water Street in Rochester, and you can catch the band Kids in the Basement. Along with our friends in Strange Standard, uh, that's Saturday, January thirteenth at seven p.m. And I, uh, the tickets are fourteen dollars and thirty-five cents. And uh, that's what? That's, yeah, that's all, all right. I know. So, so they're they're like when they do ticket links, mm. it lists with fees. Gotcha. All right, that makes sense. Okay. Uh, 
But I mean, that's a very specific cover. That, that is a very specific. But if you <laughs> if you, if you go to the event pri- event bright, that's what it's going to cost you is fourteen thirty five. Uh, there's no other info, no age info or anything like that. Uh, it's I Water mean, Street, so I think that's probably under eighteen with a guardian. I mean, that's what I, also I, that's I, our I, show too. This week, it's I, uh, I would guess you know eighteen over without a guardian, and then with a guardian, whatever. I right. wouldn't recommend like two year olds. Sure, you know. I mean, two-year-olds need rock and roll, too, I guess. Make sure they have hearing protection. Yes, definitely hearing protection is important for the children. Older people, don't even fucking bother you. You've already ruined it at this point. (laughs) It's too late. I... I disagree, and that's why I wear hearing protection everywhere now. But anyway, I'm not saying take advice from me. But anyway, strange standard. Yes. Strange standard. This song is the title track from their latest album, which I have on vinyl, by the way. Nice. Uh, and you can get it on vinyl too from their Bandcamp, I believe. Uh, this is Strange Standard. This song's called Honey Pot on All WNY. Think so, Joe Show.
That was Strange Standard on all WNY Think So Joe show. The song Honey Pot from the album Honey Pot, which you could get on vinyl, just like Hang I on. have here. <laughs> He's voguing the album. I am voguing the album. <laughs> good album, man. Good good stuff. Good guys. We were talking yeah. about that during the song break, just how, how cool... Uh, those guys are to just like hang with, let alone see play live. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and they're good. I like them a they're, lot. They're great. They've been, they've been around for a while too, um, at least at least nine, ten years. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Because like I said, I want to say that I did it before X and Priory formed, and we're going on nine years this year. Um, I want to say I did open up for them at one point, and then we definitely played with them as X and Priory at Mister Good Bar in Buffalo. At one point. I don't know what's up. Might have been a screw out of that chair. Sometimes that happens. <laughs> it just comes, it, it, the screws will sometimes fall out of the, like, from under the armrests here. Got it. Yeah. Got it. So it's what this newbie. is, it's a game to see when the co-host just disappears. <laughs> off. Like, he's the, and then gone. Dude, I've had this chair for, like, 15 years at least and it is still like I've gone through like three other fucking chairs since it's, I stopped using this chair it's still chairing yeah it's it's still it still does the job man like where do you think they got the word chair from I have no idea if anybody knows where the word chair came <laughs> from please put it in the comments yes we've gotta know yes we have to know this yes. is not a want it's a need it's an adult thing it's adult things <laughs> But yes, if you're in Rochester this Saturday and can't get to Niagara Falls to see us, you can uh, head over to Water Street, uh, the club at Water Street Music Hall, 204 North Water Street. Catch Kids in the Basement and Strange Standard for $14.35. Again, a very <laughs> once you explained it, though, it made a lot more sense. Yeah, the, the first time... <laughs> The first time we saw a, an amount like that, it was like $10.37. We're like, what the fuck? Right. Like, that is an oddly specific amount to charge. And one of the guys that was in one of the bands that was playing on that bill was like, oh, no, it's because you have to list it with the fees now. Like, oh. Which, that makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Hey, Ticketmaster, fucking get a hint. Yeah. <laughs> Just saying. Just yeah. say I'm leaving it at that. I'm not. We shouldn't open that can of worms. No, but especially still. we played a song called Taylor Swift earlier, and you know, us both being Metallica fans and knowing what those ticket prices are. Yeah, and they know what though. They're not horrid. No, Metall Taylor Swift's. I've seen some go, but also I know a lot of that's, which Second also hand. pisses me off. The Ticketmaster oh, allows the, yeah the certified resale. No, it's scalping. That's legitimized scalping is what it is, and it's yep. bullshit. Um, so we'll take those out of the equation, because I know that some people are like, oh, thousands of dollars for regular seats. Well, they also have dynamic pricing, so if you're jumping on right when everybody else is jumping on, the prices are higher. Which is bullshit also. Uh, agreed. Absolutely agreed. Not cool. I know supply and demand, but fuck capitalism, man. Yeah, that's I, I, I will say for these last, uh, you know, for these Metallica shows on this M72 tour, right? Mm -hmm. Because you're doing the two nights, mm -hmm. it's about the same as, like, paying for one night. The only difference is now you got to stay in the city for three nights. Right. So, 
Which has been amazing, by the way. I was going to say, you seem like you are not upset about it whatsoever all the times you've done it so far on this tour. Uh, like, even going back to the 40th anniversary shows in San Francisco mm -hmm. and getting to do shit in between, like, like uh, it's it's coming up on the anniversary of, uh, of when we lost Bob Saget. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I've been seeing. So I saw the pictures today in my memories of me standing in front of the Full House house, and like I got to, I got to do that. I got to see a Banksy exhibit in an art gallery uh, in San Francisco mm -hmm. in the on the day in between. Like New York, I went to the Muppets exhibit in uh, the Jim Henson exhibit in the Mo Museum of Modern Art. And then you got lost. Museum of the Moving Image. Yeah, I got fucking lost and ended up in Hackensack, New Jersey. Um. <laughs> Listen, man, it is easy to get lost in New York City. That is a freaking... It's a concrete jungle. It's, they call that for a freaking reason. Jasmine says, are the memories everywhere you look? <laughs> Funny uh, enough, there's a comment on the on the post that's in my memories today where somebody says... Uh, where do I know that house from? And I replied, maybe you've seen it everywhere you look. <laughs> which was which was entirely uh, the joke when I when I took the video because it was on my mom's birthday. Mm -hmm. And I was like, Mom, there's great scenery here. And I turn around, the house is behind me. I go, everywhere you look. <laughs> uh, but yeah, like... Um, and and then in Detroit, I got to go to the, uh, the Motown Museum, which was just fucking amazing. That's awesome. Yeah, that's pretty freaking awesome right there. I would yeah. totally be into that. Like, we had no plans to do that. That mm -hmm. was not even on our radar when we got, like, Friday morning, we went to the, the pop-up store, because mm -hmm. they, they have the pop-up stores in every city. We went to the pop-up store, and I took a picture, and I posted it on Instagram, and I said, today's adventure, Metalheads in Motown. Because, like, when I saw the pop-up store in the, in the mall, the Great, the great America uh, in New Jersey... Like, that I was just, I just went there to kill time before the show. I didn't even know the pop-up store was there. I saw this line out the fucking door, and I took a picture, and I put, Today's Adventure, Metalheads in the Mall. So, like, I was like, Today's Adventure, Metalheads in Motown. And then the next day, we're at Motown. Uh, we're at the Motown Museum, and I'm just like, Today's Adventures, Metalheads at actual fucking Motown. Like... And there's us and there's a bunch of other people that were, you know, they're in town from the Metallica shows, mm -hmm. you know, going on this tour of the Motown Museum. Shout out to, um, oh fuck, what was the guy's name? Stefan. Shout out to Stefan, our, our tour guide. He was amazing. Just incredible. Uh, and like, that was like, we did not plan that in advance. That was just, we, we went to Third Man because... Mm -hmm. Record collector pilgrimage, third man records, right? Uh, we did not get to meet James Hetfield because we didn't know about the signing until after it sold out. Yeah. Otherwise, Although, we, I mean, we, have, we have a couple of friends that oh, made for sure. that. So. Absolutely. A couple of friends that were in the snake pit with me on night two, mm -hmm. <laughs> hanging out hanging out with me the whole time. Uh, but we, uh, we didn't know about it until after it sold out, so we didn't get tickets for that. But we went to third man before that happened. Uh, and then it was like, well, what do you want to do? And we're just like, what to do in Detroit? Like, hey, man, you want to go to the Motown Museum? He's like, he's like, how big can that be? He sees the Motown house, right? The one, the one, like the first house of Motown. They held mm. like five on the same block. And he's like, oh, you need to, like, how, how long is that possibly going to take us? It says here an hour. He says, all right, you want to do that? Said, Let's do it. So we bought the tickets. We went. 
It was a, just an amazing experience. If you're ever in Detroit for whatever reason, definitely check out the Motown Museum. Right. Definitely a great tour. Also, so. I want to call something out just so whoever this corporate, corporate John, John is that. How many profiles does he fucking have? Is that John? That, that is not John. Okay. Corporate John, just so one and twos are included in here. They're in here somewhere. Just, <laughs> yeah, the, this. You know, whatever. Listen, it's shorter than it was. A lot shorter than it was. Before it was like down to, it was getting down to here. Yeah. So it was getting long. Also, your outfit is not up to standards. Shoot, suits should be worn at all times. I don't like wearing suits. <laughs> mm I, no. I I'm gonna I'm gonna dress nice for the show on Saturday. So your best I'm black gonna, t-shirt? No, no, I'm I'm, I'm wear a button down. No. I'm wear a tie. I'm gonna, I'm gonna look good. Right. I'm not even dressing this nice, and it's my birthday party. <laughs> well, I figure I'm doing an acoustic show. I don't I don't get to dress nice on stage often. Usually, it's cut off t-shirts and <laughs> and and as tight of pants as I can find. And we all thank you for that, by the way. We all thank you for that. <laughs> Jasmine uh, says I should wear a tie tomorrow. I'm not doing anything tomorrow to wear a tie. Even funnier, just f wear just, a tie for the hell of it. Wear a tie around the house, wear it to work. Yep, take pictures. Just sit here with the tie on, with a shirt and tie. No, full, no, no, on, just... Full on suit, just the tie. She, she, just, just the, the tie. tie. Wear like a regular t-shirt, just throw a tie on for the hell of it. She doesn't even say you have to wear it properly. You can wear it like an armband. Just go full, like a go full, full Avril Lavigne, right? <laughs> you could do that too. Are you gonna claim that you created punk rock Fuck. in the process of it? <laughs> I mean, you, you honestly would have a lot more claim to that than she does. It's true. Um, you know, I mean, I'm just saying there. Just saying. <laughs> uh. Oh, spectacular! But no, super excited for this for this Saturday. Um, there, there may have been a spoiler alert somewhere in that conversation. So, <laughs> for, for Saturday night. Um, anyway, man, I wasn't even paying attention. So, all right, cool, <laughs> cool. Maybe he'll clue me in after the show. Maybe not. Maybe it's gonna be a surprise for me too. Yeah, I could be. No. <laughs> yeah. Um, no. I, I, yeah. I'll, maybe I'll do that. Maybe I'll just put on a tie and I'll just, I'll, I'll just, you know. Get the microphone in front of me and like, here's your wrestling news for whatever fucking day. <laughs> he cuts those out too. I do these fucking, I was doing these like, so I work for two wrestling channels. Uh, one I do every fucking day and one mm -hmm. I do when the other guy's not available. And so the one I was doing these intros, like here's your wrestling news, right? And the other one is on the outro, like, oh, join us next time for some more wrestling content. And they, there have been comments in the one where I do it on the outro of longer next time, please. Like, people fucking love it. And then I went to listen back to one of the one that I do every day, right? And I'm like... Because I wanted to, I made a reference to another YouTube wrestling channel that I've been trying to get to let me do a guest spot on. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to see if he cut it out or not. And then I realized he also cuts out my intros. Hmm. I'm like, fuck, why am I even doing these? Like, that sucks. AOL Time Warner just phoned me. They said the show might be canceled. What are we, WCW? <laughs> Is this 2001? <laughs> Congratulations, we've been bought. <laughs> 
I mean, uh, it's the end of all things now. <laughs> I'm sorry. It was a steep downhill. Yeah, very much that, was. When that very happened. Very much so. It's like, ah, shit. <laughs> we try not to talk too much wrestling on this show. but that, that, well, It I'll, does I'll, come I'll up that. occasionally. It does come up occasionally. We've, we've shown restraint. We there have. have been a few yeah. times where you and I have really, really gotten into it. But we <laughs> I've sold good. you wrestling tickets before. so You have. That's true. <laughs> In fact, um, wasn't that for the night that Jeff Hardy won no, the I title? No, I wasn't there for that. I was there That was for the that. night Mark Henry won his first world title. Yes, I was there. Yep, but no, I, w- I was at the one where Jeff Hardy won his first world title. I wasn't. My ex-wife, that was her favorite wrestler, was Jeff Hardy. And for whatever reason, we didn't go to that. I was working that night. And I remember I had my laptop, but I also had on the work computers, I was... Streaming the streaming the show mm-hmm. uh, through um, not so uh, legal means, <laughs> and uh, and I saw Jeff Hardy win that title, and I'm like, oh fuck, she's not gonna be happy. <laughs> she, I don't think to this day, I don't think she's watched that pay per view. That was I, a good show. I don't think she's night. watched it because she she was so upset she didn't get to see her favorite wrestler win the world title in her hometown. Yeah, that was a pretty badass evening. Not yeah. gonna lie, I, I don't I watch bet. anymore, but that was a badass evening. It's getting better. It's getting better. I've heard. I've yeah. heard. I've heard. Uh, just at this point, it's like uh, I don't have time either to sit Fair. and watch. It's part of my job, so I basically watch every. I am literally Monday through Friday watching wrestling. That's all right. And then they move the fucking pay per views to Saturdays now, which really, really fucking sucks. Oh wow, yeah, that's super weird. This that was always a Sunday thing. There's like the Royal Rumbles this month, right? And it's on the 27th, and there's two shows that I really want to go to on the 27th that I had already told people I was going to, and then I'm like, oh shit, no, that's the Royal Rumble, man. We ain't missing the Royal Rumble. Like, there's two fucking wrestling shows a year I'm not fucking missing, and that's one of them. I mean, it does start the road to WrestleMania. Absolutely. So I I will not miss the Royal Rumble. I won't miss WrestleMania. So, like, you know, I'm already, like, I'm, I'm sitting here, like, hoping the Niners game... I mean, if you miss, if you don't see those, it. For those of you that don't have context, obviously there are story arcs going on. Those two events of the year, kind of either kickstart main story arcs or end them. Mm-hmm. And if you don't see them, you're kind of lost a little bit. Or you know, had, there's all that buildup with no payoff, we had, which really sucks. Uh, we had Jill with us last year, and Jill's not a wrestling fan, so there's John and I sitting on the couch watching the Royal Rumble, and, uh, spoiler alert for a year-old pay-per-view, Sami Zayn cracks Roman Reigns with a chair and basically leaves the bloodline, and we're just like, oh, shit, like, we're, we're like, super fucking excited about this, and Jill is just laughing at us. She's like, you guys are ridiculous. Like, yes, but you don't understand... This has been a year. This has been coming for a year. We've been waiting for this. <laughs> it's the payoff. It is. Yeah. Like, that's why I wanted to give some context for those that don't watch pro wrestling. So she, so those she are won't. Key events. She won't come and watch the shows with us anymore. So, uh, you know, she was here. She was here. We were. We were actually doing an acoustic practice here because we were getting ready for uh, the the uh, South Buffalo Porch Fest that we didn't end up playing. So right. Um, <laughs> Oh. We got we got rats in the house in the chat. That's right, Ricky. Yes, my man. The rats are in the house, and nothing has broken. Yeah, surprisingly, we still have seven minutes left. I am pleasantly su- pleasantly surprised by how well this show has gone. Me as well. I mean, we are coming I, to the end. We should 
probably knock on wood. Yeah, knock on wood. <laughs> also do the main pop for the reason that we're actually together today. We are, we are here to promote a show coming up on this Saturday night. This Saturday, the thirteenth, the thirteenth of January. Indeed. It is my fortieth birthday party. Yes. Um, usually, I know you've had like I'm like. So this Saturday, January 13th, it's going to be X and Priory and members of, of the Living, Brain, Living Dead. Brain Dead. Doors are at 7. It is 18 and over without an adult. If you're under 18, you can come, but you need an adult with you. $10 cover. You can either snag them pre-sale, but honestly, at this point, just get them at the door. No difference in charge, honestly. Um, doors are at 7, right? Yeah, doors are at 7. Music starts at 7.30. Come party with us. Because this is a party. It's not a concert. Absolutely. It's a fucking party. And we're pulling out two sets. As are we. We're doing, uh, we're actually, uh, we're, I don't know if I've said this on air, but I've said this to you. Mm -hmm. We're doing originals in our first set. We're doing covers in our second set. Mm -hmm. uh, all acoustic, which all is acoustic. not what we're used to, so... Uh, a little bit of vulnerability for us of being up on stage and not, you know, having uh, the the cover of distortion and other instruments and drums and uh, you guys are gonna kill that. it. Oh, for I mean, we are. It's just you know. <laughs> yeah. So January thirteenth, seven p.m. Uh, Ten dollar cover. It's at the Evening Star Concert Hall, Niagara Falls, New York. That's eighty-eight ten Niagara Falls Boulevard, one four three zero. Four? four, one four three zero oh, four. Is it four? Yes. I don't know. I, I don't. So. I don't have the event page pulled up. So yeah, I'm taking your word for I it. I totally got it right. Perfect. I know where things are. Perfect. Seven p.m. door. Ten dollar cover. Music starts at seven thirty. Come celebrate my fortieth birthday with me, or come see a soulless ginger selling merchandise. <laughs> this is true. John's gonna, gonna be selling our merch. Time. Either way. John will be at our time. merch table the whole night. Uh, yeah, I tried to get my mom to come because it's basically around the corner from her, and she just started listing off all these diseases that are going around. And I'm like, Mom, you're not going to catch this stuff. She's like, she's like, no, I don't want to be in a room with that many people. I'm like, Mom, don't you go to Panera Bread every morning? <laughs> so that's different. I'm like, how? No, it's not. <laughs> no, it's not. Joe Kent's mom, come to the show. You'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, Mom, come to the show. She might be watching. Sometimes she does. You never know. Yeah, I don't know. If she is, hi, Mom. <laughs> I, the, I, don't, I don't think that's the night of the... I think the Cowboys are playing Sunday, too, so she don't got to worry about missing the Cowboys. Oh, she wouldn't so have to miss, worry about it missing an eight. They'd have that on TV. I'm so glad the Bills are playing on Sunday. I, I was having a panic attack on Sunday when they were playing. I'm like, Dude, right, right now, like, win. like, we've got a show coming up next Saturday as well. We're doing... Uh, my, my cousin just tagged my mom, I think. So anyway, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, we, we have a show coming up the following Saturday and that's the weekend the Niners start the playoffs because they got the bye week. Yes, they did. And I don't know if they're playing. Congratulations, by the way. I don't know if they're playing Saturday or Sunday yet. So I don't know if like, I don't know if I'm going to be like mingling with everybody or if I'm going to be sat at the merch table with the, with the iPad out watching the game. Get the fuck away from me. <laughs> Buy shirts later. Don't care. I just know the last time we played, uh, we played Mohawk Place, we played with Knutin, which is uh, Angel from Abandoned Trains, mm -hmm. one of his other bands, and it was right after the Bills got eliminated from the playoffs, and the Niners were going on to the Super Bowl, and I'm wearing a Niners hat, and I'm just like, yeah, I'm the only person in this building wearing the hat of a, band that, uh, of a team that's still playing. <laughs> 
And then we, we then we then we lost to the Chiefs. So yeah. <laughs> my brother's team. Anyway, um, but uh, yeah, we uh, come out, see us, see them, have a great time. It's gonna be it's gonna be unique to say the it's least. It's going to be awesome. It's, it's going to be a it's, great time. It will be awesome. It will be a great time. It's also going to be unique because you're not going to see us playing acoustic very often. All either of reason, us. All the more reason to come out. Exactly. Plus you get you to hear find out which get, songs are on which set. You get to hear some of your favorite XM Priory songs acoustic. You get to hear some of your favorite Living Brain Dead songs acoustic, which is uh, amazing because like, they actually sound pretty decent, I think, from uh, from our practice heard, sessions but i'm sure they sound yeah. awesome and uh this is a song from xm priory this is from your rise record uh, you can actually buy this on which, limited edition purple vinyl which i do have back in the stacks back there you can get it at our merch table this saturday along with the new t-shirts we've got out or you can get new it off t-shirts our badass camp. dude i can't wait they're so cool looking this is i think the second show for our new t-shirts too our uh nice. Uh, let's make bad decisions and raise hell. Uh, bet your life a drag t-shirt, so... Hell yes, but this first, this track you're going to be playing is off of our Rise records. So yes, and this is, uh, this was the first single you guys released. Yes, it was. Uh, and when this song came out, I was in the middle of, uh, arguing with the, the then programming director of The Edge mm-hmm. and saying, this is not what rock music is. And he said, well, what do you think is rock music? And I was like, man, that is a fucking tough question, right? And then I heard this song, and I was like, this. This is what rock music sounds like. I think you guys still have that blurb on your website. Probably, yeah. <laughs> So, uh, and this is XM Priory. This song is called Suck on all WNY. Think So Joe show. Come out see us Saturday. We'll see you next week. Have a good one. Yeah.